This seventh episode looks at how cancer and its treatment may affect the sexuality of cancer patients and their partners. Sexuality is of great importance in the quality of life of all persons, and it is no different in the context of illness. However, it is a frequently absent and little-discussed subject. At first, many patients are unaware that this area may be affected. When they notice the changes, they sometimes are embarrassed to discuss their concerns with their attending physicians. On the other hand, health professionals tend to prioritize care in other aspects, such as treating the disease and its most debilitating symptoms. Furthermore, sexuality is generally considered part of the patient's private life, and there is an apprehension that discussing it would make the patient upset or uncomfortable. However, changes in sexuality affect over 40% of cancer patients. Their experience can cause stress, anxiety, and conflict in the couple's relationship and reinforce a negative self-image. Unlike other side effects from treatments, the impact of sexual health is not always resolved during the first two years of being cancer-free, thereby affecting patients' quality of life. When we talk of sexuality, we think only of the sexual act. However, sexuality covers more than genitalia and intercourse. Sexuality includes how one perceives oneself and considers affection, intimacy, and bonds with others. Therefore, intercourse issues, albeit important, do not constitute everything meant by sexuality, which opens up a wide range of possibilities to explore other ways to experience it. Although cancer treatments are increasingly specific, most of them continue to have the main side effects that impact general well-being, self-image, and sexual response. The effects of chemotherapy and the disease's progression may include a feeling of weakness, nausea, weight loss, hair loss, vaginal dryness, early menopause, difficulties ejaculating, and testosterone deficiency. Similarly, the consequences of surgery, such as scars, ostomies, changes in the autonomous nervous system, pelvic adhesion, and others also limit sexual function, as does fatigue, vaginal fibrosis, and erectile dysfunction as an effect of radiation therapy. Likewise, certain agents, such as antidepressants, beta blockers, and opioids, also decrease sexual desire and the ability to feel pleasure. Anxiety about the disease and death are other relevant factors that contribute to this decreased desire. When dealing with cancer, both members of the couple suffer the consequences of this crisis even though, quite often, the partner tends to place less emphasis on the situation and avoid expressing emotions in order to not further alarm their loved one. In the meantime, the patient feels alone in their condition and not truly free to express their apprehensions and sadness. They may be trying to avoid worrying loved ones. This dynamic, called the conspiracy of silence, prevents us from knowing the true emotional experience of the other person with respect to the disease and makes a conversation around the themes of sexuality even more difficult. Patients are usually afraid of being rejected, abandoned, and losing love, while the partner's greatest fear is loss. 
The patient is afraid of no longer being desirable, while the partner often feels guilty of continuing to desire the patient. These experiences and differences are usually not discussed for the reasons we explained earlier and lead to emotional distance and an avoidance of sexual intercourse, which only reinforces the fears that maintain the distance. For this reason, communication between the couple is essential. With proper communication, they can break free of these issues and discuss their desires, fears, and expectations, exploring together new forms of intimacy, and also speak to the attending physicians about ways of overcoming certain symptoms that impact sexual functioning. You've been listening to Sexuality and Cancer, part of Teva Canada's 10-episode podcast series on living with cancer. In this series, we share some insights to help make the journey with cancer easier and more informed for caregivers, patients, and their friends and families. This series was initially developed by Teva Chile, by Daniela Rojas, a psychologist specializing in psycho-oncology and palliative care, and Dr. Moira Lopez, a physician specializing in pain relief and palliative care. It has been adapted for Canadian audiences by Teva Canada. For more information on Teva Canada's resources for patients and caregivers, please visit us at tevacanada.com forward slash caregivers. Thanks for listening.